Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Coming to you live from Aruba. I don't guess it's not live if you're if you're listening to it at a different time, but coming to you from Aruba nonetheless. I have uh I guess only 4 days left. <laughs> which it's going by pretty quick. I I did nothing but rest all weekend. And by rest, I mean, I've probably been in bed or laying down outside by the pool at least 14 to 16 hours (laughs) the last few days. I've gotten some walking in, but not as much as I want. But I'm just kind of going with the flow and, and not putting pressure on myself. Although I will admit, I've made some plans the next few days. And I'll tell you, it's been hard to convince myself to and as much as I lecture you guys on myself regularly that we're worth it and we deserve to have nice things and do things I was still struggling my frugal money self and this is part of another thing that I'm working on while I'm here is trying to release some of my I'm still having a little bit of anxiety around money because you know it's not it's not all here <laughs> in in the time frame that I want it to be it'll come and I know that and I believe that and I'm grateful for that it's just I still get a little tripped up because this is some pretty big life-changing stuff so at any rate I talked myself into a couple little treats so I golf tonight at uh, three o'clock I go golfing at one of the golf courses and then Wednesday I will be golfing 18 holes at a different golf course and no that's New Year's Day New Year's Eve I'm sorry so New Year's Eve I'm going to golf 18 holes and then on Wednesday I'm actually going to take one of those ATV tours and these three excursions it's funny excursions were something I used as a benchmark from when I went on my honeymoon I was like Gambling. I was probably part of the peak of my gambling, or at least the peak of what I could do as far as being married and with someone. And I wasted a lot of time on that honeymoon in the casino or gambling or fighting with Dave about not letting me go in the casino in the Bahamas like I wanted to. And then my next cruise was right before I went to rehab. So I was drinking like a rock star and I had already had a couple years gamble free before I went on this cruise and relapsed. And this was, like I said, leading right up to treatment. And my mother was so proud of me when I didn't gamble those first couple years for me to go back out. She really was adamant about not gambling with me. So it was kind of a buzzkill. She didn't want to gamble with me in the cruise. She wouldn't like gamble in the, in my sight wouldn't want me around her it took pretty much until like the last day and I think finally once I told her I was going to treatment that she got comfortable with me and I don't even know that comfortable is the right word but she got a little bit more laxed about her like not gambling at the same time as me rule or seeing me do it or whatever and um it was good she was standing by her convictions about me quitting and yeah so excursions 
on that cruise ship with them. So the first one, my honeymoon, I didn't go on any, right? I didn't have the money to. I had the money to gamble, but I didn't have the money to go on excursions. Then the second one, I knew that I wanted to practice this whole going on excursions thing and kind of making it a last hurrah, but also trying to spend the money on myself on excursions. Like, it's vacation. Everybody knows that things in vacation are priced much higher than on a normal day, right? So that's the same kind of mentality I'm trying to have here by by golfing at courses that are... <laughs> I could go golfing 20 times... Well, not 20. I can go golfing at least eight times back home for what I'm going to pay for these two these two golf adventures and I'm going by myself so I'm going to probably lose a shit ton of balls and have no idea what I'm doing but I'm forcing myself to do it and be uncomfortable with it especially since I like lugged my golf clubs through the airports and through the rain and uh, (laughs) it wasn't pretty so that's what I got going on for the rest of the week I I still do want to try to get some work in and um I don't know if that's my guilt or what. You'll hear me talk through the rest of that too as I figure it out. But anyway, let's do let's do December 29th reading. Mendel of Cots says, God dwells wherever man lets him in. God has entrusted each of us with a little part of himself. When we were in the most pain or feeling lost and confused, we need to call upon this piece of God, our conscience. Perhaps our parents told us that the con- told us about our conscience when we were small, that through it God would speak to us when we were hurting, as if through the depths of our pain. That concept is true today as it was many years ago. When we open ourselves to God, we can hear his voice. The struggles we face in recovery are made simpler by listening to the voice of God within us. God can be our strength when we feel weak, can give us purpose when we have none can give us hope when we despair. God is the voice of concern and compassion, giving up, giving us the power to conquer our problems one day at a time. Today, help me hear and trust my conscience, the voice of God within me. Well, how freaking cool is that? Especially if you're not a higher power God person. If you can equate your conscience as your higher power, that's like another avenue I never even thought to teach or propose, honestly. But it's true that our conscious can kind of help us in some cases. And our conscious is who we didn't listen to when we were gambling, right? And for those that have have crossed some of those lines of, of stealing or hurting other people in order to get their funds to gamble or to support their addiction, we don't listen to our conscious, right? And if you listen to people who have a long term relationship with their God or their higher power, like prior to gambling, they'll tell you, you know, that their relationship with God was something that they lost when they were gambling, which would make sense as if they're, if they're not dialed in and they're not listening and they're not listening to their conscious, it's kind of all relative. I I like this philosophy as someone who never really got into the higher power thing there was always this this right and wrong and I come from the school of thought that gambling addiction comes with lying addiction essentially or a lot of lying 
That's the one thing I always hated about it, that I didn't care about losing the money as much as I cared about the lying about it and the sneaking. And because I, well, I guess it wouldn't matter if I had the faith, right, before, but that would be, that would be a big piece. Like my conscious, that's part of how I'm so accountable to you guys because, because I am connected to my recovery and my spirituality, whether it's God, universe, I still love that love source that James McNeil's teaching us in the Miracle Challenge. Love that concept. But if I wasn't dialed in and if I wasn't sitting here, you know, beachside working on keeping that relationship intact, it would be a whole lot easier to be like, okay, I'm here. I have time. I have access to cash. Why don't I go to the casinos here? No one will ever know about it. Why don't I drink here? No one will ever know about it. It's because of my conscious. It's because of my moral compass now. It's not driving me that way. And that accountability helps protect me. So if you think of it that way, if I can't protect myself, but my conscious is doing it, helping me make those choices, then essentially my higher power is protecting me. At least that's a pleasant way to think about it this morning. When we open ourselves to God, we can hear his voice. I'm going to see if I can explain the difference between praying and meditating, at least the way that I understand it or the way I've been told. So meditating is when you are having like a monologue or you're just being and praying is when it's more of a dialogue between you and God. Now, this sounds a little confusing to me even as I say it because when I meditate, so many ideas show up and I believe that those ideas come from the universe a lot of times <laughs> because it's weird. I, the stuff I think about is, is just crazy anymore. Ideas that I never would have had before. I, I just think a little bit more out of the box or wild. And not that all my ideas are good ones or that I'll even follow through on them. But I continue to think a little different. And I do believe, because I believe so passionately about 321 and the, the vision for recovery playgrounds and how strong that I can picture those buildings and, and the dream and stuff that have kept me, you know, working very hard the last couple of years to work towards it and have me pretty busy for the next uh, I don't know, a decade or so as I, as I get them all built around the country and hopefully the world someday um, kind of keeps me out of trouble. But I feel like those ideas and that concept was like hand-picked deliver for me. It's not really conscious, but it is some sort of connection. And that's for 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 goals and for going forward this line in the reading the struggles we face in recovery are made simpler by listening to the voice of God within us so not only does it work for keeping me on the path of what I think I'm supposed to be doing but on those hard days I always talk about it in the proactive when I'm talking about filling our buckets or you know cleaning our, out our buckets so we can keep them full of the positive that's being more 
productive. It's it's keeping your relationship with your higher power in place and working on it every day, not just when you need it, because I'm a believer in the gratitude first. But also, if you stay connected when you do struggle, like if you are having a bad day or a bad incident or something that's a trigger as simple as you know a song or maybe it was the holidays or whatever it was whatever is your definition of a struggle if you're working on your recovery and you're doing you're having your praying or your meditation or you're staying connected whatever you're doing to stay connected will help get you through that next urge I believe that God can be our strength when we feel weak can give us purpose when we have none and give us hope when we despair. God is the voice of concern and compassion, giving us the power to conquer our problems one day at a time. (laughs) One day at a time. There it is. It could actually be one moment at a time. But the universe is always there. The higher power is always there. The conscious could be well, I guess it is always there. It's just sometimes we choose not to listen. It depends on what other junk is kind of messing up our head. Today, help me hear and trust my conscious, the voice of God within me. So we're asking that we stay dialed in. That's what the, that's what it's it's asking us to do. Hear and trust my conscious, the voice of God within me. I really do love that concept of how connected and simple it makes it. If we think of our conscious as our higher power. I've heard people use the term higher self more this year than I've ever heard it. And maybe that's what it is. The conscious, the higher self. I think, I think what's great is for those of you that are, you know, that have always had some sort of a faith out there. I think this is great because it offers just a little different perspective and you can take it or leave it. But I think it's even more beautiful for those who haven't had faith or a practice. And you get to have a different thing to connect to. Like, you know you have a conscience, right? Like, I don't need to tell you you have a conscience. Because we have guilty consciences. We have clear consciences. (laughs) I think everybody believes in conscience. So I think that that's a neat little gift or perspective to help those of you who might have been struggling with that concept all along. That you have this gift of a different way to look at your version of God, higher power, source, love. So noodle on that. I am going to get ready to go face the day. It's it's 7.30 in the morning here and it's starting to get busy on the beach. I kind of need to start getting up earlier, I think. (laughs) I like my beach quiet time when no one's around. Anyway... Hope you guys are having a beautiful day. We're getting close to wrapping up the year. God only knows what I'll ramble about on that day. I have an early tea time on on New Year's Eve day. It's like 7 in the morning. So I'll have to make sure I'm up at like 4 or 5 and come out here. I think think I'm glad that I didn't get all my podcasting done before I left. So that I can sit here and chat with you and see what shows up. And let you have the birds and me have the sun and just start the day off the right way so i love you beautiful people i hope you're staying safe and staying well and i'll talk to you soon